Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. We're going beefy today on the Smarticle Podcast, but first, your five seconds of silence. Here is your beefy headline, Brandon. How fat pride became uh, the new battleground in America's oh, culture wars. Sweet Tom Mary, Leonard mother of God. Brings us this article from the Daily Mail. I hadn't I didn't know any of this was going on. Did you know this was going on? No, and I'm a fat guy and I didn't know this was going on. This is this incredible. Is ridiculous. Well, this is amazing. Um I'm assuming we got to go uh this is MAGA because Well, Tom Leonard is a Tom Leonard is a uh, like a a health and you know like diet guy. I mean, he's not I don't know where you would put him on there. He's written a ton of stuff about like how to live a healthy lifestyle. So this wasn't MAGA because it seemed no, like this it, came it with- felt a little bit, but I think he's English and he's like, hey, uh, Americans are stupid. Don't <laughs> listen to them. I mean, that's what it is. So I don't know if you can give an English guy uh, a MAGA thing. I think he was like, this is dumb is what no. he was saying, basically. I'm sorry to be a spoiler alert on the show, but he was saying this is dumb. But go ahead. Well, I will say before we get into this, this felt like a giant onion article. And I was like, <laughs> well, someone's punking me as I'm reading this. But this is a real thing. Colorado, America's slimmest state, is set to become the first state in the U.S. for 50 years to ban fat phobia by law. Across America, politicians have been planning laws to add a person's weight to the list of characteristics such as race, age, and religion, and sexual orientation that are protected from discrimination. In almost all cases, it is left-wing cities and states that are pandering to the anti-fattiest lobby with new legislation and very often the same ones that have tried to decriminalize drug use with disastrous consequences. Health experts warned that the new legal protections could further fuel the appalling problems of obesity in the U.S. caused by sugar drinks and all the other stuff. In America, some 42% of adults are now technically obese. Percentage of U.S. children who are obese, has quadrupled since the 60s, now stands at about one in five. Weight discrimination laws could also not only end up fueling obesity, but open the floodgates to endless and often often frivolous lawsuits against employers and businesses. All right, Brandon, so to quote the great Weird Al from a song, Fat, your butt is wide, well, mine is too. Just watch your mouth or I'll sit on you. (laughs) Honestly, I'm reading this thinking this is an onion article. Someone's someone's punking me on this, but this is real. Yeah, this is just a, a, I don't know if this is the end or just the beginning of the end or something, but this is like or the, the end of our ultimate, society. Yeah, the ultimate extension of how messed up we are as a society. Where we're no longer talking about the fact that there's no question that being obese is unhealthy. It is not an issue of whether well, it's healthy or not. It's like there, cigarettes. It seems like this article is pointing out that there is. The, what they're saying is they don't want discrimination against fat people. And here's the deal. As a guy who spent his entire adult life working on trying to be, I, I have a propensity to overeat. I've been working ever since. I was 320 pounds in college, but I was playing a sport. So I've worked my whole life at trying to keep my weight down. It is a battle. I work out. I try to eat right. I don't want to die young. I mean, consumptive diseases, i.e. eating you know, things like diabetes and heart attack, yeah. all that stuff is terrible. People die all the time. My, uh, We have a pass to Dollywood. When you go there, it is like every one of those little carts they have, little driver things, is filled oh, with ginormous fat people. And I you know, know what every one of those fat people Real. has in their cart? 
an all-you-could-drink cup and a yeah. big bag of Funyun. And I'm like, yeah. okay. I do feel oh. for people that struggle with their weight. I really do. It is not Oof. easy. I truly get it. And mm. I'm like, hey, man, if they can give you a pill that will – you know, like that's why everybody's losing their mind about Olympic or whatever. I'm like, hey, if it was affordable and it was semi-safe, every fat person should take it because it's better than dying of these consumptive diseases. But when they start trying to n- normalize and make it normative to be morbidly obese, like, oh, she's a, she's a, um, a model, you know, a, a larger sub model. I'm like, no, you're fat. And you Oof. don't, and you know what? Wow. You know, how I know that's true because if you look at all these formerly heavy, obese actors and actresses that have taken a pill and lost weight, like Adele and others, they didn't choose, like, I'm just going to get fatter. This is great. This is <laughs> awesome. I want to be fat. No one says that. Including these 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 heavy set models, they don't want to be fat. But the problem is, it's hard. It's incredibly hard. And sometimes, and they could argue, there's probably a percentage of the people that no matter what they do, they're going to struggle for their whole. I get it. I do every single day. I have logged my food for 580 straight days, I, which means I literally write down everything I eat because it's the only thing that keeps me on track. Because my problem is I have a food scarcity issue where I'm worried. I mean, psychologically, I'm like, oh, the food's going to run out. I come from a – we've talked about it a lot on the show. I'm worried that the food's going to run out in my simian brain, right? In the reptilian part of my brain, I'm like, ah, there's not going to be any food, so I have to overeat. That's what these people are doing. And then they're trying to say, oh, but that's normal. You should, you should give me two seats on the airplane because I'm ginormously fat. Okay. Thank you for setting the table on this. Would you not agree that the spirit of this law is saying you can't discriminate? And let's just for sake that it's someone who just has bigger bones. Right, right. You cannot discriminate against those yes, people. Yes, that's true. The and spirit sh- of the law. You shouldn't be able to discriminate against them for sure. I mean, if somebody is morbidly obese, you can't. But what if you're saying, okay, a flight attendant, got a little tiny plane. Are you going to say they're morbidly obese? They could barely walk. They need to sit down every five minutes or a firefighter or they got to carry somebody out of bed. Are you going to give them the job? Because they can't literally do it. So that's the problem. That's a great is, example. That's the problem is it, that businesses are not in the business. I get it. I mean, there are people with disabilities. There are blind people and deaf people that, that companies give them jobs and they do what they can do within that framework. We want to help those. That's what the ADA is all about. The difference is if you're blind, guess what? You can't help it. But if you're fat, you can help it. And I, some I, people can not the majority of people that are fat, that are morbidly obese can help it. Now I'm not saying there aren't people out there that, that, str- that just simply can't do anything. A pituitary gland, all sorts of issues could be the bottom line is you never go to your doctor's office when you're morbidly obese and doctor's like, ah, keep eating fatty. You're great. I love it. No, they're always like, you need to lose X amount of pounds and here's a way to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Because it's a health issue. That's, this guy wrote this article because he's worried that England is going to be filled with fat people too. If you look around the world, what's the fattest country in the world, Larry? Here, here. Us. We are here, here. by and far the fattest country. So when you say, oh, you can't fat shame and do this, I'm like, no, look at the rest of the world. They're not fat. You know why? Because they don't eat as much as we do. It's just that simple. And they say, oh, you don't understand. I'm like, I do. I understand every single day I struggle with my weight. I get it, but you don't quit and you don't, it's just a, a cop out. And I really believe that. So after all that you just said, which I completely agree with, 
back to this law. I just don't know how you would ever apply it. Like how that person is legally obese. If somebody said, we're not going to hire you because you're obese and they're well, perfectly capable of doing the job, then that should be protected, right? Because it's like their obesity doesn't have any impact on their job. But, but how would what? you ever prove that? I, you know, I think it'll be one of those really hard things to do. They'll do it just like they've done with ageism in this country, where they're never going to fire you or let you go because you're old, but they do. They just make up some other reason to do that. They're not going to hire the fat people that apply for the job. They're just going to say, ah, you're not quite qualified. We found somebody that's a little bit, how are you going to prove it? I don't know. Maybe if there's no other fat people in the company, they could say the company didn't do it. I don't know. But the problem with this, again, I think it comes to the baseline of this. It's not about protecting people's rights. I think it's about people that have a health problem who are trying to make it so it's not their fault. It's not my fault I have a health problem. It's someone else's and you need to protect mm. me from that. And I'm like, mm. no, no, it is your fault in a way if you want to find fault. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe you were just unlucky enough to be born in the United States instead of in the Congo where you didn't have as much food. I guarantee you there's not a whole lot of obese people running around in the Congo or countries where people there's wars or famine or you know less food, right? Or less processed foods. I mean, we know all the time. So to me, if you were a large person and you wanted to really help, you would become a food advocate saying we need less processed foods, period. And poor people suffer more from obesity than do wealthy people. And that's their argument. It's like it's racist to do this. Well, it's not. I'm a white person who is if you went to my doctor, I would be on the obesity side. Mm. That, okay. So it's not just that. It's plenty of people, but it's people that don't eat well. So back to the woke, wokey part of this article uh -huh. is that it's Colorado and specifically Boulder who's set to pass this fat phobia law. Right. Colorado and Boulder, specifically the thinnest state and the thinnest city. Yeah. So it's not necessarily fat people advocating on it's it's the woke because we're people. trying to bubble proof the world we don't want anyone ever to suffer well, that's, that's what i'm saying the progressive cities are the ones that are like yeah we got to protect everybody it's like so what we're going to do is we're going to get rid of all personal accountability because we want to protect make sure everyone is treated perfectly fair I'm like listen life isn't fair the world's not fair you can talk about a million things and there are things that we fight for racism is unfair Ageism is unfair. There are things that we need to be fighting against. Feeding kids that are poor processed crappy foods is unfair. But what's the solution? Let's look for a solution as opposed to say, oh, just don't blame me that I'm fat. Well, I'm just trying to get to the ethos of Boulder, the thinnest city in the thinnest state, passing fat phobia laws when they're in, in fact, most of them are probably really thin. Right. Because they are, it makes them all feel good. To think that they have actually done a, made a difference in the world by yeah, protecting that's fat the part people. that I'm like. And I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? If you really cared, Boulder, what you would do is you would ban soft drinks. Now, I don't think we should ban soft drinks, but ultimately soft drinks and processed but Boulder foods, doesn't need the banning. It's not Boulder. I get it. That's my point. But but if Boulder is a city wanted to speak out, like, why are we so healthy here? You know why we're healthy here? Because even people ban. eat better and we exercise all the time. Period. So- replicate that around the world. Hey, Cleveland, Ohio, we're going to go there and show you how to do it better. We're going to teach you how to eat better. And we're going to have foods that are really good quality foods that are not super expensive. The reason people eat crappy foods and they're poor is because they're less, go to a dollar general and look what's on the shelves. It's crap, nothing but processed crap. You know why? Because it's cheaper to make 
than healthy foods, period. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of these woke cities. I live in one, and they want to they want to change the name of George Washington High School because he might have had slaves. Okay, maybe some, but hey, but we got some big problems in our yeah. education system. Boulder, the thinnest city in America, wants to ban fat shaming. I'm like, I'm assuming they got other things to worry about in Boulder than this. Well, and it's because, again, you th- and my old saw, the internet allows for a oh, big, loud oh, soap. Boy. Well, no, because everybody can get on the soapbox, no matter where they are, and they could say, yeah, they're shaming me because I'm fat. I'm like, no, actually, people are have always felt this way. In the Middle Ages, or I'm sorry, in the, in the Renaissance, being fat was the thing to be because if you, only wealthy people could be fat. So poor people weren't fat because they ate whatever was around, and usually it wasn't enough of it. So. I think what we're seeing now, it was that whole thing we did the show on the UPenn president getting fired and all that stuff. It's like, we've come to a point where it's just insanity. And with good hearts, people are trying to do the right thing. I, I believe these people really believe they're trying to do the right thing, but they're really not doing the right. It's just to assuage their own whatever sense of guilt or sense of whatever they have. Say, yes, I am a better person because I won't fat shame and I'm going to make it illegal to fat shame. Yeah, no, I've got this vision of this like, tiny, blonde, 30-year-old Karen in a yoga outfit at the Boulder City Council going, hey, everybody, we're done with fat shaming in this city. We're yeah. done. No more. Well, I'm not standing for it. <laughs> like The last thing I'll say is there was a, 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 I don't know if it was YouTube or TikTok, there was a guy in San Francisco, a former NASA scientist that started, he's a YouTuber, and he basically started planting these fake glitter bombs in bags that get stolen. Oh, my kids are into and he, that. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and fart bombs. And, the, and so the people that are stealing thousands, busting into thousands of cars that causing all this problem, they're stealing and he's finding them and they're all in homeless encampments. I'm not saying homeless people are bad, but I'm saying, hey, this isn't rocket science. We know, we know, it didn't take a NASA scientist to figure this out. We know that this is happening and we need to deal with the problem, not be like saying, oh, well, we, uh, we just don't know. Uh, home, uh, you know, they're unhoused and they can't help it that they need to steal. I'm like, what? That's not the answer. The answer is not to take the idea of that being fat is a good for you. It's bad for you. So we, you know, it's just that it's like an easy out as opposed to working on the real problems. Let's change the name of Wash, uh, Washington High School instead of fixing the fact that the school sucks and no one wants to go there. Let's let's yeah. but let's change the name because that's going to make the difference. That's not going to make the difference. We need to roll up our sleeves and get to work on the real things and stop worrying about the BS things that don't actually matter. I am going to get a T-shirt and it's going to say anti-fatist lobby. I'm just, that's going to be, this is, you're going to see that. Nice. And it's going to just be on the smart article by anti-fattest lobby. That's a thing. Sure. A, yeah. It. Let's get it. Let's get on board. Brandon, I knew, I just knew this one was going to get your dander up. I appreciate you for your candor uh, on the smart article podcast.